All right, good evening, everyone. Welcome to the CCPC meeting for Monday, August 15th. Um, call to order, I have 7.06 as the time, and um, I understand we have a couple members potentially arriving late, so if we can make sure the minutes reflect um, mm -hmm. when, they, when and if they arrive. Thank you. Will do. Um, appreciate it. Uh, first order of business, I uh, would like to review and approve the minutes, which I had distributed. Did everybody receive a copy yeah. of the minutes? Mm -hmm. Yes. Any yep. discussion, questions, changes? No. Nope. Mm -hmm. nope. nope. Motion to... Um, I move to accept the minutes. So Seconded. Seconded. All in favor? Aye. 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 Yes. Minutes have been approved. Is that, was that two sets or one set? Two sets. Uh, that was two sets. Oh, yes. Can we just put the dates that we approved? What are the two dates? Yeah. Do you have the dates of the two uh, sets? I apologize. I need to. I got them here. Yep. What are the dates? June 6th and July 11th. Okay. Do we need to restate that, revote on it? Or is, is that? No. no that's fine. No, it's a friendly okay. amendment. Okay. Thank you. Um, all right. Uh, let's let's hold off on the administrator position. Um, I just want to, you know, since we may have some additional yeah. folks attending, um, I do. So for number three, item three on the agenda, I want to talk about the or give an update on two items. Uh, two two uh, items of business. One is the state reporting. Um, second is the subscription to the CPA coalition. So both of those, um, you know, sort of. Uh, essential, uh, you know, um, items that are required for our committee have been completed, and so uh, I would like to say a thanks to our fantastic, um, you know, finance director, Mr. Scollins, for his assistance with taking care of both of those. Wonderful. Um, so those have been completed, um, and I guess let's uh, circle back to the administrator position. Um, so. I know we had spent quite a, a bit of time, you know, discussing that, and uh, we, it does sound like we have some promising developments um, in terms of identifying candidates for the, um, you know, for the role. Um, so I will hand it over to Lisa uh, to provide an update. Yeah, and we'll see who this is, and maybe it's Stacy, my other. No, Melissa. No. Melissa. Hi. Come, Hi. Come join us. I was going to Zoom. Sorry. <laughs> Um, at, at the last meeting that we had, um, Stacy and I volunteered to be the search committee for this position. Um, the HR director, Jody Middleton, um, posted the position after uh, it went through uh, quite a bit of um, discussion uh, at the select board level. Uh, and the job description and the pay grade, notwithstanding this committee's um, Recommendation to make changes nevertheless stayed the same. So it was posted. Uh, we received three candidate, three resumes uh, to review. Um, resume. I'm just going to refer to them um, as number one, two, and three. Mm -hmm. uh, resume number one um, was uh, patently um, not qualified by uh, experience or, frankly, any demonstration of interest. Um, but resumes number two and three. Um, uh, we felt were uh, worthy of being interviewed, and so Stacy, uh, myself, and Jody Middleton interviewed two candidates, and I will um, distinguish them um, in this way. One candidate 
um, we felt had has the requisite um, administrative planning, sort of management, organizational skills, but no CPA experience or knowledge or expertise. The other candidate has CPA uh, experience because she has been a member of the CPA committee of another community um, and had um, uh, her current and most recent positions have been sort of higher level uh, positions um, and she felt that given the pay grade and the non-benefits aspect of the position, she was inclined to take this position if offered in addition to the positions that she has rather than leave it. Um, Stacy and I and Jody talked at length about the different candidates and felt that the candidate, and I'll distribute the resume right now, um, uh oh, sorry about that. This one was um, preferred, even though she did not meet the requirement of um, CPA experience. Um, at this point, about one half of the communities in the Commonwealth have CPA. Um, so it's not like it's brand new. On the other hand, there's not a flood of people who have this kind of experience. And we all felt that it was worth um, hiring someone with all of the other requisite skills and um, experiences that we thought would make a very competent um, CPA administrator with the recognition that this committee would have to roll up our sleeves and spend a lot of time um, working with this person to bring them up to speed because it's not about flipping a switch. Mm -hmm. You know, you just don't walk into this and know it. She's going to have to spend time training, um, whether it be, you know, through the state coalition trainings that are offered, but with each of us getting to know all of our prior projects, our current projects, the protocols, the law, um, the counting expectations. She has had some, um, she's, had, she's got good experience in social media communications, in marketing, in database management, in organizational planning. Um, she's done some budgeting, but not remotely at the level that we're talking about when we talk about an influx of almost a million dollars annually and the allocation between you know a dozen projects every year that then gets compounded year by year, that's a level of accounting-related complexity that she's not dealt with. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have to do a lot of hand-holding. Um, and Stacy knows that a great deal of that is going to fall to her because she's the most recent person that really worked very closely with Kristen in developing the reporting. Um, but she says, you know, she doesn't have the bandwidth or the capacity to take that on alone. So she's going to look to this entire committee to be part of the onboarding and the training to work with. Um, 
the person to get them up to speed. In addition, we recognize that you know we've done all of the work that we hired Jen Goldson to do in terms of community engagement, but nothing has been done to integrate all of that work into the into the statutorily required community preservation plan that this staff person is responsible for uh, doing. But of course, it's a little unfair to take all of that and just sort of give it to her and say, now create a community preservation plan because she knows nothing about the CPA. So on balance with all of that, um, and importantly, she is currently uh, doing part-time work with the um, supporting um, some of the Paul Revere uh, Trust, um, Trust, Paul Revere Heritage Trust on some of their events. And so, uh, I guess, you know, George, you probably work most closely with this candidate than anybody else. Um, and so there's some direct experience in her planning and organizing organization skills. So on the basis of all of that, we felt that it was a risk worth taking. Um, uh, I mean, I've asked Jody for her professional input as to whether if we hold out, are we likely to get more resumes? Um, and her view was based on what we've seen so far, not likely. You know, whether it's the position or the summer or um, the competition with other communities that are looking for to staff this position, you know, I can't say. But her view was that we're not likely to get more candidates. And so um, Stacy and I felt a sense of urgency uh, that we had all discussed um, at last meeting. You know, we, we, it's already been almost six months that this position has been unfilled and, and this committee really can't do its work without an administrative support. Um, that said, the position does require the select board to act and formally appoint the position. The select board will not meet again until August 30th. And so if the committee decides that it wants to take some more time, we, ha we do have you know, a little bit more time before that August 30th meeting. So that's my report. So thank you. Um, I would, if, I, if I may, um, you know, so, so you had mentioned there were three candidates. The first one, you know, we declined to interview. We declined to interview. Um, so there was this candidate and then another candidate. Let's call this one that you just talked about candidate two. Um, could you, and maybe I missed this, could you talk more about what were the disqualifying factors for candidate three? Why was um, we, we felt that um, her uh, professional experience has been in senior level positions that um, were more about policy making and leadership than doing the actual planning, organizing, administering programs. That she'd had many people work for her to do this level of work. Um, and in addition, um, given our interpretation was given both the pay and the non-benefits aspect of this job, she would not retire from her current position. Um, she would take this on in addition to right. yeah. her full-time job. 
and that was not particularly attractive to us. <coughs> this is, we, we discussed with all the candidates, this was a, be a position that could be um, completed uh, remotely and the hours um, could be flexible depending upon the demands both of the season and the person and their other obligations. So, um, you know, somebody could do work on weekends and evenings. Um, you know, it's not a straight Monday, Wednesday and Friday nine to two kind of right. ne arrangement necessarily. We had we had a lot more flexibility than that. And so we, um, uh, you know, that, that was a, I, I think an attraction mm -hmm. um, for both candidates. Right. Thanks for that report. Um, two questions. Sure, I'll open up to questions and I would just ask folks to refer to the uh, candidate in front of you as candidate two. Up to. First of all, Lisa, thanks for all the work you and Stacy did. And we appreciate you putting in the extra time here. Um, just as a reminder, um, how many hours is this job listed for per month? It's a part-time job, right? But um, it, it's um, I'm equivocating because the number of hours, which um, based on historical practice, has been about you know, 20 hours a week fluctuates significantly depending upon the time of year. So the summertime, it's really low, and the fall and the spring, it's much higher. Um, but we were careful, I think, to craft the position that it not, on average, be in excess of the number of hours that would trigger benefits. And how many I think hours that's was it listed at per month? It's um, weekly. It's a weekly. It, it might be listed as, as 20. Yeah. It can't be more than 20, because that's the more than 20. Yeah. Above 20 yeah, triggers it'll trigger <laughs> But I'm telling you that there could be months, I mean, that's on average. There could be months in which the number of hours are more than 20 hours and months in which the number of hours per week are significantly less than 20 hours. So it's on average. Yeah. And so I think it may have been advertised as up to 20 hours. Um, but to further answer your question, John, the, um, back when we were discussing the role itself and potentially elevating the role, uh, I had looked at the actual hours going back for nearly a year um, for, you know, for Kristen based on timesheet data, and um, Lisa is correct, there was fluctuation, but on average, um, over the course of nearly a year when I looked at it, it came out to between 50 to 60 hours per month. Right. With some months, again, being much higher. Um, and, and that kind of leads to my second question, which is, um, candidate number three, his resume, been handed. Um, number two. Number two. Number two. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, so, this candidate will maintain the part-time position with Revere and Sons Heritage Trust. Correct. Correct. And that's that's different from candidate number two, who is also going to. Oh, number three, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> who 
was also going to um, maintain their position. The, the difference between the two is that candidate number three um, has a full-time leadership position that is quite substantive. It's a position as a um, you know, director of um, essentially the Council of Aging of a municipality. Um, this is a um, very part-time, events-driven position with it's, very, this very is significant. A very low number. Right, very significantly fewer hours. Yeah. So, for example, um, candidate number two um, was in charge of the Canton Heritage Day at the Revere. And, and so that event was a big event, but that was the that was the yeah. It exhausted goal. the right. funds available, and then it cycles in again. So, I guess based on the fact that we don't have a resume for candidate number three, was there a decision amongst you and Stacy and Jody not to advance candidate number three any further? Exactly. Based on that criteria. Exactly. Okay, and there was agreement on that. Exactly. Okay. I mean, I wish I had every expectation that Stacey was going to be here. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so candidate number two will have two jobs. Sort of. With I mean, again, I, I, I think the position that, so I know this candidate. She's a municipal employee, right? Quasi, how is she paid? I don't think she is a minister. So she's an employee of the trust. Right. Um, but her hours are extremely limited because there isn't a lot of money in the trust to, you know, it's not a full-time position. I don't even know if it's half of this. Point. It's, 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 it's de minimis. It's a small position, and it was it's event-driven by and large. And those events are spring. So, uh, based on the fact that you did that work, then are, are we under the impression that the candidate number two is being advanced and recommended to fill Kristen's role? That is our recommendation. Okay. That um, Stacy and I are coming forward as the search committee making the recommendation that uh, this candidate number two be presented to the select board for hire. So it's and a presentation to us to then recommend to the Board of Selectmen that they consider this person for this position. We can only recommend and they will decide. Yeah. But so. they generally follow the recommendation. Yeah, generally, yes. And you, you gave a lot of commentary about how much work would need to be done and who would need to onboard. Um, I think the minutes pretty accurately reflected my opinion that it seemed that we were jumping the gun on proposing a pause to deploying the capital that we're tasked to give to the community each year, the taxpayers' money. I think that's that, accurate. That's not true. We're not tasked to give it each year. We're tasked to run a program. The fact that we do it each year is something this town has done historically, but there's no requirement we do it each year. Many towns do not do it each year. Okay. But I'm but I'm not disputing that we have done it annually. But the issue that we need to suss out here 
is we saw this train coming. We recommended that. Just yeah. complete okay. my thoughts. Sure, sure. So I think the minutes pretty much accurately reflected my sentiment that uh, we were jumping the gun on proposing a pause to distributing this capital. Because we had time to identify a candidate, have that candidate come on board, have that candidate approved at the August 30th select board meeting. And my, I was pleased to hear that there was no motion or vote to suspend the distribution of money into the next fiscal year because I was just simply applying some what I consider common sense that there was enough time to find somebody, have that person voted to take the position, and then have enough time for this board, this committee, to perform the function of accepting and evaluating applications, which is only one part of the job. Granted, there are but more. I, but I would respectfully disagree that there is that time, but continue. Um, I want to, John, if you could finish your thought. Well, yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, so uh, my feelings now in suggesting that there be no motion, no vote, I'm very pleased to see we're validated because on July 11th there were candidates in the queue. Let me also remind the committee that this conversation started in June about not dispersing the funds into the community. And I think we can agree that whatever this community does or whatever another community does, there are very important projects that at least for the two cycles I've been through, the applications have exceeded the amount of money available. So that doesn't necessarily make them more important, but it certainly creates a, a, a situation where we can't deny that there are applicants that want to need this money for important projects that this committee would fund and the process of doing that begins on or around mid-October with pre-applications and completes towards the end of November with full applications when we begin our deliberations. So you offered a disagreement but I apply business common sense to these things and think that the function of collecting pre-apps and doing applications uh, should be a manageable task given that we have a qualified candidate in place. So I'm really pleased to hear that, which would lead me to believe that the concerns that I had for June and July about not being able to deploy that capital have been alleviated through this hire. If, if I can just, I, I don't want to jump the gun here. We first have to decide as a committee what we want to do with this hire. Um, and I, I included the color commentary about, um, in some respects, the reservations that we had that would accompany the hire because the, the candidate doesn't meet all the qualifications. I mean, she, she is not somebody who has any CPA experience. Um, I think that the committee and the search committee felt that we have a sense of urgency um, about at least beginning to get somebody on board. And so I think it's worth that. So I, I'd like, ideally, to have 
the committee decide what to do with this candidate, and then we can get on to the discussion that Mr. Leonetti raises, um, to which I have many respectful disagreements with your characterization of both the past and the present, but let's do it in order. Okay. All right, so uh, I would like to uh, resolve this, you know, the, this issue of the candidate and what to do. Um, so we have a recommendation for a candidate. Um, we do have a quorum today, so if, uh, unless folks have any other questions, I think we're ready to take a vote. I'll make a motion. We uh, uh, nominate uh, Allison Neff to be the uh, administrative support for the committee. Second. Motion made and seconded. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Motion is moved. Okay. Just a point of clarification for the chair. So, having it been moved and unanimously approved, the next step for Allison to fill this position would be a majority vote in the affirmative at the August 30th select board meeting, correct? More or less. Um, HR um, will be notified tomorrow that this committee has acted and sort of the standard reference checks and background checks will be conducted by HR and then HR will formally present the candidate at the August 30th meeting. Assuming those checks are met, the timeline is correct. It, exactly. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Now, maybe we could talk yes. about um, the ahead. subject that Mr. Leonetti <laughs> raised. Um, and um, with respect, um, I don't think our, our process or our decision tonight vindicates <laughs> um, a uh, point of view. Um, we may all have, you know, uh, good faith difference points of view, but um, I'm delighted that we have the prospect of having some administrative support, which is an absolute prerequisite for getting any work done, but um, I am not comfortable personally that um, even assuming a positive select board uh, um, action on this candidate on, on August 1, that um, we are ready to um, turn on a dime and make up for the last six months that we didn't have administrative support. I'm not persuaded of that. I think we would be doing the community a real disservice, would it uh, be, and this person particularly. Respectfully, would it be a greater disservice than withholding a million dollars in funds? We don't withhold a million dollars in funds. I'm sorry, partly. Let me rephrase. I feel it's a greater disservice to withhold, to not deploy, to choose the word that you want for not giving the taxpayer a million dollars to projects that consistently every year need funding because this applicant may not be perfectly suitable to do all of the tasks. She doesn't need to be suitable, in my opinion, to do all of the tasks that Kristen left behind. She needs to be suitable to do the tasks that are necessary to take pre-applications and applications so that we can evaluate projects and award capital. So I feel that 
if we're if there mm -hmm. is like there was at the last two meetings a discussion and nearly a motion and potentially a vote to deprive the community of those dollars I'd really want to hear where the shortcomings are in this candidate that would prevent that rather simple process from happening. So I think it's unfair to say this is a rather simple process to give a million dollars worth of grants. It is not a revolving door. It is not assured that people get grants. And it is town meeting that awards those grants based on our recommendation. And our recommendation is based in the community preservation plan, which we do not have and are not in a position to actually judge those applications against because we haven't done that work. Our argument from the beginning has been if we went through the process of creating a study to understand what this community wanted those funds applied to, that we would then use that to shape future products, projects. And that's where we are today. We don't have that. And so if you think it's a revolving door, or any of us think it's a revolving door, that people send an application, we rubber stamp them, send them to town meeting, that is not how this works. It is a highly technical program that is the gold standard in the community. And moreover, there's several projects that haven't even gotten off the boards over the last three years, that have not even started yet. Those projects are still in the wings. If any of those applicants are moving forward with requests, how would we approve those requests? I just sent the letters to, to, the, to our chair, which we'll discuss, I assume, tonight, relative to the grants that we just awarded in um, the last town meeting in the spring. If we want to stand before town meeting and present high-quality projects that are shovel-ready, that have the mark of this committee, this person cannot execute on that, can, nor should this person execute on that. That is our job. To can, I, can I respond? The process of deliberating and evaluating projects may be complex, but candidate members two's role in this process of helping to facilitate the administrative function of collecting pre-apps and then collecting applications, I do not believe rises to the occasion of a very complex function that this committee That's not serves. true. I think you fundamentally yeah. misunderstand the role. Yeah. Fundamentally. That is not true. And, and At what point do, uh, do we get to engage you? Uh, we're having a discussion. The board is having a discussion. The public comment is at the end of the board. Uh, yes. Okay. You'll, you'll, you'll get it. Okay. Um, so I would also point out that while I was in favor of the survey, and while I'm in favor of evaluating the survey in the context of, as Mr. McSweeney put it, seeing if we've been doing it right, over the last seven or eight years. I'll also point out that for the last, was it seven or eight years or more that CPA has been in existence? It's passed in 2012. Thank you. Our first meeting. So it was able to put the taxpayers' money into projects within the community without the benefit of a survey. So. Um, Again, that is not true. Um, there was a process, we've had public meetings. It wasn't. A, there were surveys, actually, and they were public forums for each and every one of the preservation plans to date. This was the most substantive rewrite of that plan after the, the first round, and it was intended to help, and you and I are in agreement, 
We were intending to understand what the priorities of the community were. We haven't even done that work here yet. We have all the raw data, but those meetings have yet to happen. This person will have to help us through those meetings as well. Respectfully, this is my third cycle through reviewing, debating, approving projects. So I think I have some understanding of the process. That's great. You're no longer new. Thank you. That's good. But that. you do realize in I know you realize I find that a few flaws <laughs> in the position that this committee can't perform the what I consider the basic function of giving the taxpayer dollars well, I, I, to I projects. Say, you know, you you've been through the process, John. You're familiar. We've all worked with Kristen. You know, understood kind of the behind the scenes. You know how the sausage is made. Um, we've seen the data, you know, it's 50 to 60 hours you know, per month, uh, more so in the busier months. Um, and I guess it, 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 in my opinion, is a mischaracterization um, to say that the, there was an intent to, you know, withhold these funds from the community. That was not the intent. The, in, the intent was to essentially... Um, make the cycle dependent on having the resources to probably to properly do it justice and you know the alternative and and you know this certainly could have been made as a motion the alternative would be um, to say okay let's decouple you know the, and, and not have that dependency and, and I, I try to emphasize in previous meetings that you know any such motion was to establish that dependency on this resource, which is so critical. Um, so alternatively, we could decouple it and say, you know, we'll take our time, wait for candidates, find you know the most suitable possible, however long that takes. And in the meantime, if we want to proceed and really do it justice, this committee would have to absorb those 50 to 60 or more hours per month, which I didn't really see folks have the appetite to do. So that could have been an alternative motion. I'd like to present another alternative that maybe strikes along common sense business lines. Maybe you'll find that this is misplaced as well. But 50 or 60 hours of a job function, if we were to describe the job, would certainly not encompass the collection of pre-apps and the collection of applications six weeks from now for pre-apps, six eight weeks from now, and then another six weeks. As Mrs. Lopez said, there are many, many aspects of this job that comprise an average of 50 to 60 hours. So the other alternative, rather than decoupling, is simply identify for candidate number two as part of the onboarding process what needs to be done over the next six to eight weeks to perform that portion of the job so that it can happen. Right? That's another alternative that I was in favor of at the last meeting. Ms. Lopez already started to describe some of the aspects of onboarding this candidate. And I believe that a rather simple plan on a rather simple schedule with some input from the rest of this committee could make that a feasible plan for this committee to not have to withhold these funds in the next fiscal year. And I do want to point out Mr. Camo mentions the annual meeting, which is in May of 2023, which 
is, I think, enough time for us to go through. Now, again, the process relative to the opening and closing of the warrant, we get right up until that warrant date on the process that starts in October through January. Our votes are prescribed by law to happen prior, and the request for the warrant positions have to happen by January. We do not get all that time up at the town meeting. We are not allowed that time. The town warrant doesn't allow it, and we can't reserve spaces. We're just not allowed to do that. We, I mean, talk about the warrant. Um, I, you've lived through it for the last, you said, two years, so you've experienced that, uh, I think, that there is an enormous amount of work in advising, vetting, analyzing each of these um, free apps, um, coordinating with the state coalition, uh, going back and forth between the project champion uh, sponsors and this committee. This person is not remotely in a position to do any of that. Who's going to do it? And town council. And town council. I can't take that on. I, I don't know if anybody else has got the bandwidth to take that on. I, I'm not sure that you do. Um, there, it's, it's a great deal of heavy lifting that happens even before we start scheduling for um, you know, presentations, which is before we start making deliberations. I, you know, I, I, I would love to be in a position not to miss a cycle, but we are not withholding funds. All of the funds get received by the community. They get put aside. Um, and from what I know from the reports that Kristen filed before she left, which I think was in February or March, mm -hmm. Um, there are probably a dozen projects that still have from last year and years prior that still have an enormous amount of work to do that, frankly, this person or we have got to manage the old projects. But more importantly, that also throws our numbers off. There are projects that may be at their end of the cycle that weren't able to get off the ground where monies will come back, and we don't even know how much money we'll be able to appropriate because of that aspect of it. The other thing is, I also see it as an opportunity. I see it having a second year in the pot in terms of the amount of money would enable some amazing projects to come forward that we could not take up prior to this. At the cost. Well, let me finish. The, at the cost of bringing projects on a larger scale, a scale that hasn't been seen before in this town relative to fields, open space, recreation, community housing, and historical projects, where we can bring those with real money, not just matching funds, and take some strain off some of these community groups who are really struggling to put those funds together and put them to work in the ground. Which, by the way, there's a few projects out there that cannot get off the ground without more money. And having two years of money in the pot for next year's grant round will be an amazing luxury to have. No question about it. Again, respectfully, this committee found a way to purchase a $2 million property and put a 10-year bond on that. So you can't say that we haven't been able to do big jobs. We certainly uh, have been, and it's pretty well documented that 
there are tools and other ways of getting things done. I don't know what you mean by larger projects. I find it interesting in my third year that I'm hearing this for the first time. Uh, I was under the impression that it was the needs of the community, the applications that came forward that helped drive the process, that these are taxpayer dollars, and that there will be projects that have to wait. I think that's undeniable. Mm -hmm. And okay. I think that there will be a lot of disappointment. That's undeniable. And I think that basically, Maybe I'm applying too much business common sense. I'd really appreciate if this committee took on a tone of trying to get this done. You're basically saying it's impossible to do. No, we're saying no. it's irresponsible. What part In business is can take risks that are irresponsible that communities cannot. We cannot take irresponsible risks with, which, the, with public money. Which? You can do that in a business because you can take higher risk. We cannot do that for this community. I think. This committee owes the town an explanation of what part of accepting a pre-app and what part of accepting an app is so risky that it bears the title irresponsible. That's not where the irresponsibility is. The irresponsibility is rushing into a process where an app comes in that could be illegal, that doesn't meet the uh, standards of the law. There are um, a tremendous amount of triggers that have to happen along that process. Many of these apps, they don't come in just as a single page. They come in at 20, 30 pages long in some cases. So that all has to be reviewed. Working with town council, I, I, this doesn't really, we're not really getting very far on this. I'm no, getting no. very far because my very logical question is very difficult to answer. What's not part true. of accepting pre-apps and accepting apps I, 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 is so I risky? That is, yeah. If that's that all is, she had to do, I'd agree. That is not I'm all not, she has to do. I, Please, I'm not saying that's all that this applicant has to do. <clears throat> what I'm saying is that we can walk and chew gum. We can actually onboard somebody in a pragmatic way so that the functions that need to be done over the next 12 or 14 weeks can be done, while some of the more complex functions, which is a repeat of the position I took in July, and that's that's where I stand. I haven't yeah. really heard anything. Well, respect, respectfully, it, it, it is not that easy to compartmentalize the pre-app you know process from everything else that we've discussed. And I think where the you know the risk and the potential irresponsibility comes into play is that all of the other column peripheral activities that you know the administrator was responsible for shape and guide the application process, whether it's the translating the raw data that we receive for the significant um, overhaul of our you know, community preservation plan, whether it's um, simple administrative things, such as, you know, we, we haven't talked about project status updates. We don't have the current status of every project. Um, how much has been, you know, um, uh, spent so far? How much, is, you know, might be coming back to George's point? You know, that really is critical data that's needed in order to proceed with the application. I think that's where it becomes irresponsible, not having, you know, all those other pieces of the puzzle. I'd like to respectfully address that comment because in my two years of being on this committee, I've never once heard that money that may be coming back from projects that are incomplete was a prerequisite to funding projects where there were good applications and solid projects, right? Those are incremental dollars 
that need to be accounted for. That's part of the job description. But we know most years the application, the dollars requested, right, um, are just about at, or in fact, last year more than what were available. So in a situation like that, I mean, how can you decide what gets funded when you don't even know the amount that you have? Respectfully, I thought the debate and the discussion was very healthy, and this committee functioned very efficiently to discard projects that were not worthy of funding and accept projects that were worthy of funding, irrespective of any kind of dollars that might have been coming back from potentially unfinished projects. I want to. I want to give. I just. I just wanted to make one quick interjection. When you presented the candidate, you had talked about the role and responsibility we each would take to help get her up to speed and on board. So by skipping a year, and I understand there's a lot of complexities here, and this is, uh, this is new to me, but are we, is there an opportunity for her to be able to learn with the guiding hand of us to, so we do not skip the year? Where, like, she's gonna ha it's not gonna be something she's gonna hand by herself, but you said specifically that mm -hmm. her coming on we're all going to have to pitch in because of, although she has transferable skills, it may not be perfect as we get into this next time. And I'd like to ask another question. Well, no, 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 to add to that, I believe that we also have budget. We've already determined that this is a cyclical cycle of position where some months there are more hours. So in addition to your comments about onboarding candidate number two, I think a very simple proposal of allocating more time to the month of September to help her and putting a plan together to help assure that she could perform the functions that are needed to run the next cycle, to deploy that capital is a very logical way to approach it. I don't think there's an issue with funding for more hours, correct? I mean, it, it, we've already seen that sometimes Kristen will put in 100 hours in a month. No, so I certainly. No. I don't think she ever put 100 hours in. Oh, I okay. signed a lot of those. She never put 100 hours in, John. Oh, well, they, okay. And this is just a surface comment. I just, yeah. I recall yeah, yeah, what you no, said. No. I mean, I know this is heated and complex, but you had stated that in the beginning. So what is her, what is her time of onboarding going to look like if we're going to be skipping uh, honestly, I mean, I think that's a very legitimate um, uh, perspective and suggestion. And I certainly haven't put together an onboarding plan. Um, I think, irrespective of the decision about whether or not we move a year or not, um, we're going to have to personally all commit to some time. Um, Honestly, I can't even remember a previous meeting where we've had all members of the committee here um, because we are all very, very busy people. And so even if, I mean, so who's going to both put together such a plan and then be prepared to execute it is a question that looms large in my mind. And, you know, it's like now. I mean, it's, it's a promise. Is Jody available to help with that sort of onboarding piece? No, because she knows nothing about this committee's work or the CPA. Okay. I mean, yeah. I think it's, it's a I subject matter. I think we teams. will do it. I mean, there yeah. will be onboarding. I think we all have a piece of that yeah. like, responsibility. I, I don't think that's, 
insurmountable. I think it's a lot to throw at somebody in the first six weeks of their tenure uh, in a municipal position. And, oh, and th that I'm going to just put that out there. Uh, you've led this committee. You've co-chaired. You've co I'd love to hear your thoughts on this as well. I think we got to defer a year and uh, wait until next year and work the committee, have Allison get up to speed with the committee and get up to speed with all the reports that have to be done and the, the uh, coalition. That's what I feel. And the only other point relative to that, and, and this, is, this is not easy, by the way. It's not like we're just doing this because we want to do this. I do think that it's a question of responsibility, public responsibility. As somebody who has written several grants and received several grants on behalf of town committees, this is a, this is a tough thing to put forward. But I would err on the side of responsibility. And there's a lot of projects that, that we don't even have a status or know where they stand. And that's the responsibility right now. I'm not sure those letters have gone out yet. I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying, you know, there, there's nine, seven, whatever that, that, that those projects letters, yeah. that still has to go out. Those projects have not begun. There are field projects that have not begun. There are court projects that are still on the drawing board. You're talking about untapped uh, demand before this group. There's a lot of stuff that has not been done for this community and, as yet. And arguably, those things would be you get those uh, the done. top priority for you know this this person for when they come on board, right? Um, it's the so, only way they're going to learn the process. Yeah. By, but it's by going through and pulling those projects and going and saying, "Where are you at on this?" Yeah. What before are the we even get to before even, even get the, to new ones. Yeah, to new ones. Right. I know it's distasteful. I honestly understand, and I understand that there'll be uh, constituents that 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 you support that are looking to put projects before us. But it's going to be very difficult to do that effectively unless we have an effective administrative to do this with us, first of all. And second of all, we saw this coming and tried to fix this and didn't get the support needed. We're in this position not because we want to be, but because we've been forced to be. I believe that these conversations started in June as a foregone that's being justified. I disagree. I think that would be that's a unfair. gross mischaracterization. Well, yeah. then, if that's a gross mischaracterization, then I'll apologize. But the consistent trend for three straight months has been to advocate for waiting as opposed to making a plan to onboard this candidate to go through the process in a way that allows us to give the taxpayer money to projects that are needed. And I would rather sit here today and make the argument to this committee than turn around to my community and have to explain the virtual impossibility or irresponsibility of hiring somebody to do a job and then having to explain to the community why this person can't do the job they were hired to do in the time they were given to do it. We have months until we have to look at applications. And I would rather sit here and be in disagreement with this committee than deprive the community of a million dollars of their money into projects that we know are needed. 
We are and not depriving this community, Mr. Yeah, Chairman. The, the money stays in the bank. It doesn't go anywhere, John. We are not depriving, depriving this anybody of anything. And there are no projects before us right now. This is an ideal time to study what the community has said to us and form a plan and a project plan and onboard this person and find out what the status of all the other projects and close out projects and vote on projects that need to be rescinded. That should be done now. And that's historically what we would have done right after town meeting. I think that's a very prudent approach. I'll, I'll, I'll rest on my disagreement. <laughs> and thank you for hearing me out. I think I'll, we should hear from the public. Yeah, I'll, I'll give our, yeah, our guests really a, a chance to weigh in. Please, if uh, folks in the audience would like to make a comment, please come forward. Just, no, yeah, just, just like to start with your name and address. Name and address. How are you doing? I'm Brian Washburn, 25 Larkin Court. Thank you for having me this evening. I appreciate it. It's my first, uh, maybe second uh, time attending, so um, I appreciate it. So a couple things I have a question on, and excuse me while I kind of get an understanding of how it operates here. Um, the administrator position, is that, are they considered a member of the committee? No. Okay. Um, what is their official title? Who's the secretary? Well, the secretary is a clerk. Can I... I should let the chair answer. I'm sorry. No, no, you have the information. Uh, the, the, the secretary of this committee is a clerk position. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, that person, the minutes are taken by our administrative person, but legally they're signed off by the clerk or the secretary of this uh, committee. So it's a function that is um, largely a title. So there's nobody who is, has the, that position You're currently. sitting next to our current I'm secretary, right. who's also co-chair at this point. So secretary here, how are you doing? And co-chair. Co <laughs> yes. um, so it, speaking to the positions um, in candidate number two, um, you mentioned that they have to have CPA experience. Can you differentiate the role of the treasurer and the person we're looking to fill the administrator? Because the treasurer, to me, if you look at the yeah. bylaws, yeah. clearly specifies that they handle the finances. Why would you need a CPA to handle administrative services? So, again, can I answer, Mr. Chairman? Oh, oh it's not a CPA. It's not a certified public oh, account. Oh, I'm no, sorry. No, no. It's oh, no, a community no. preservation, My bad. preservation act. act. That, that cleared that up. Okay, great. <laughs> but Understood. The big, the big difference. Yes. But, but let me continue. So, first of all, like you, we're all citizens. We're volunteers. Sure. Understood. We, and, we, we I, and I know pay, that. You know, I and, do. And so, yes, and, and I I'm, know. And I'm glad you're here. Yes. Because, again, the way these committees function, it's government by the people for the people. Sure. So we're the people. This person isn't the people. This person is a bureaucrat in the kindest sense of the word. Mm -hmm. This is the person that makes the trains run on time for us, who puts the material in front of us that has already been vetted, that is legal for us to be able to take up. And, and move forward. The person has to have some financial chops because again, although we'll sign off on and we'll work with other departments within the community to, to approve these reports, mm -hmm. somebody has to go do the legwork, has sure. to figure out you know, how much money is left in that account, how much money went out, how much money went in, did it all go to the places that the, the, the grant allowed. So we're, we're a grant making, uh, we're a grant advising organization that town meeting then says, yes, those are the grants that you've put before us. We're going to do one of three things. Decrease the amount that you proposed, accept, or reject. Mm -hmm. That's the function. There's no other committee between us and town meeting, although we work with other committees to get that information ready, and that's what this administrator does. 
Is it is it possible that we're looking for too many qualifications from this person if they are truly an administrator? Because when I'm looking for an administrator, yeah. um, you know, the, the duties that you're explaining seem to be things that, you know, you chose words, um, I'm drawing a blank on them now, but yeah. they're running and they're kind of checking on things and they're, they're an administrator. So we tried to do that. Mm -hmm. this, this position um, that reported to us, the first person who's reported to us, as this person kept working, it was very thorough, mm -hmm. and, and we ran like you know clockwork. In fact, this was the person in this committee that actually corrected a previous town accountant's <coughs> when we questioned how much money. You may recall this issue that came before us: is there enough money? And there was a big brouhaha in terms of accounting. We were the ones who were correct because of the knowledge base that's invested. This is a very technical position that is prescribed. By state statute, mm -hmm. all right. Um, you know, again, the, administ the, the administrator position, all of it, okay. and how the administrator administers this program. Okay. And more than half the cities and towns in in, in Massachusetts have um, CPA, and the ones that have the most effective organization have an administrator. When the board of selectmen denied our ability to enhance the prior position because the workload had gotten so heavy mm -hmm. in terms of the reporting structure. They said, go find a town similar to Canton that has an administrator, and we were unable to find them uh, in the immediate vicinity. The level of which the amount of money that, that we're putting in and the amount of projects that we're putting in, many communities don't, Stoughton, Sharon, for instance, of bordering towns, do not run their program every year mm -hmm. because of this issue. They just sure. can't. It's impossible. Yeah, in... in don't misunderstand. I'm not here to say rush into anything. That's that doesn't serve anybody well. Um, however, you know, in the conversation, I do find a lot of, frankly, maddening things because I'm in the private sector, and you know, towns operate different in this process, and I understand that. Um, you know, so I read through some of the bylaws, and 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 correct me, it, it sounds like they're not a member of the committee. But it does say if someone resigns, you do need to fill that position within 45 days. And if nobody fills it, that a, a member of the committee or uh, the select board should take on those duties. Where it's, is that? What, what did you read? I'm just on. Is that a town Canton bylaw? I got it from the website. Yes, um, right here. I think what you're talking about is if a member, member of the committee. Yes, I, right. I am. That's why I, I, I needed clarification on right. whether or not this person this would be staff. considered. Yes, staff. Yes. staff. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A um, couple other things I noted that, you know, you corrected John and, and said he, it was a completely wrong about that the conversation came up in June. Um, I, I looked at the minutes and the conversation was there on the June meeting minutes. That's right. But that conversation was connected to the community preservation plan. We, we just received that data. It said it, it with, says uh, CCPC yep. administrative support coupled discussion. Coupled with the administrative support. They, they, that issue was coupled together because all that report had closed at the same time, and we saw the train coming. In, in as soon as so June. In, in, in June, and, and again, and I understand the position. I understand you, you're all residents, not paid. I get it. We all have jobs, and um, you know, we try to do the best for our community. I wish I could do more, but I'm so involved with work and my family that it's, it's hard to do these kinds of things, because um, I really do think that I could offer some stuff. I just don't have the time. Um, you know, so I just don't, I have a hard time understanding how, if we're talking about the process, and I'm not going to say deploying the funds, because I, I understand it, we have to have the right process. 
the process, if we knew in June that we were up against this, um, it, it's just crazy to me to think that we would miss a cycle having this information. And um, I find it to be a conflict of interest that only a couple of people um, took on the role of interviewing and then putting forth a candidate. Um, especially it sounds like one that has been involved with town politics prior to, and maybe I just don't understand you know, the process. Subcommittees mm -hmm. can be of any size, okay. no, no question. But sure. this board voted, to, and two people stepped forward to form that subcommittee okay. with a town employee. Understood. So, so a, a committee of three to interview, and sometimes the pools are much larger. You know, that's the hope that you're going to have a large pool, and there's a, a lot more people to look at. Mm -hmm. But it is not inconsistent for a, a volunteer commission like this to have two people working in tandem with another town employee to deploy a search. But but to be perfectly clear, the chair asked for volunteers mm -hmm. to participate in the process of reviewing resumes and making the time to conduct interviews. Okay. And only two of the nine member committee volunteered. Understood. And so um, it would have been great if more of the members of the committee had been available, but everybody is busy and yep. everybody has bandwidth issues, so it's understandable, but yeah. there could have been a committee that was three or four or five or six. But, and, and, but and, they volunteer. Sure, there's a lot of those conversations that could happen. You know, why didn't, you know, more people get involved? I understand. But the, nonetheless, you took on the responsibility. So you should be diligent in your process and, you know, accepting candidates. Absolutely. Um, there was no discussion about Absolutely. how we found these candidates, where they came from. Um, was it posted on a public forum? Did All you guys things. use resources from other towns? Is there, there uh, a recruiter? I don't know, because I know a lot of people looking for work that could maybe fit, fill this role and would do it efficiently. But we should, we can't reopen it now, but I mean, it, it, would, it would be great to have had that person come, those people come forward. Sure. And, yeah. and to answer your question, mm -hmm. I mean, there is a sort of standard protocol mm -hmm. uh, in the town for posting positions. Um, in addition to um, the usual ways that our director of HR posted the position, both on the town website, through all of the other uh, municipal sources, um, I mean, we gave her sort of other suggestions. Um, I, I also spent a 30 plus year career in the private sector, mm -hmm. um, uh, including as a director of HR of a, our US operations. Mm -hmm. I know a little bit about HR. Sure. And um, it is true that we have um, a relatively unenviably, in some respects, low unemployment rate right now. Sure. And, you know, we did everything we could. Oh, yeah. To I'm beat not, the push sure. for and applications. I'm, yeah. And um, it was not out of a, a lack of sense of urgency uh, that we went forward. In fact, you know, um, the other member of the search committee, Stacy and myself, said to um, the director of HR, even though none of the three applicants meet the posted qualifications, we really want to fill this job. Sure. Yeah. So let's go ahead and interview. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so, yeah. I, yeah. If, if anything, you know, we're lowering the bar. You know, and, and I, I did. I, I, I did. Hard no, I did get the sense that it's almost like 
settling in a way, you know, um, it, in a perfect world, you have more time, but I still go back to, to June. But so then um, one last piece, I just, uh, two more things I just want to ask. So the record keeping of the, um, sorry, the secretary, and I'm sorry, um, it says here in the bylaws that they are to uh, physically or electronically document meeting of uh, minutes of the meetings, agendas, staff reports and recommendations, copies of all eligibility forms, project applications, and related correspondence. Yep. So, so is the secretary the administrator and signed off by the is board. the secretary in the bylaws? They are the ones that are supposed to be administering these applications. No. So the, to be fair, the bylaws were written for this group before we even had an employee. But they haven't been updated. You're correct. But, so these but, are but the bylaws. They probably wouldn't be updated. But these because, are the again, bylaws. Absolutely. Okay. However, uh, that's why we hire a professional to do this work so that a citizen... With all due respect, I, I've sat here and, and watched you speak to Mr. Leonetti a certain way, which is the reason why a lot of people don't get involved. The disrespect in your tone and that I know everything and you know nothing no, I'm just is maddening. So now that I'm calling you out on a bylaw, no, 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 no. you're trying to sidestep it and say that the bylaws were not updated, but these are the bylaws, are I'm they being, not? I'm being truthful. They have not been updated. They have not. So and, why are we not they, following these bylaws? Do you want them updated? I, it doesn't, and then, do you want them updated? The point of those bylaws, when they were written, was for a nascent committee to start getting off With the With all due respect, as you like to say, these are the bylaws, that. are they not? The current bylaws. I have the same. You know, we've got I'm sure they are. I mean, so why are we not following them if you're so technical in everything that you've been explaining to Mr. Leonetti? Again, that isn't how the committees function. These are the bylaws. I'll you've been you. very technical I, 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 with John. Know, here's you've the been point. very technical. I've, watched, are... I've listened to your tone, and it's very disrespectful. Uh, well, then I apologize to Mr. Leonetti. There's no disrespect. We've, we've, we've bandied back and forth for the last three years. He and I have talked quite closely on these issues. Mm -hmm. uh, can, can I just ask to clarify, sure. what, is, what is the concern? Is the concern is that minutes are not being... Well, the concern is that we're seeking to fill a position, right? And we're, we're putting the, this role, these duties, on an administrator position that are not even listed in the bylaws. We're all so formal here. We're following laws and technicalities and, you know, but nobody wants to acknowledge what the bylaws state, and that is the secretary is the one that is supposed to administer these applications. Why well, are we not... I think you bring up a great point, and I think we need to now redo the bylaws. I think that's a great point. I, I think that's fabulous, actually, and I'm not being disrespectful no, I, I, because sorry. if we want to you know, live by the rules yes. relative to that, sure. which I, as an attorney, great respect for the rules, mm -hmm. and you've called us out on that issue, these bylaws do need to change. That is not the current status of what this committee can do and sustain based on what you just I, read. I understand. I fully support changing these bylaws and will help redraft those. If I may, stating that the committee is unable to sustain I think is a matter of opinion, not a matter of fact. And we do not have a full committee here this evening. That's again, that was pointed out too. We don't have a full active committee. We have a the issue isn't who showed up tonight. The issue you pointed to is that the activities are unsustainable. 
as that's written, I'm talking about the activities of a clerk. As that was written, and, and I fully agree that we need to live by those bylaws or change them. And I will say this. As, as written is not the way it has been implemented for But that doesn't, four years. sure, that doesn't change the conversation um, in that I'm a taxpayer on several properties. I want things to go through for my children, my family, um, everybody in the town, old, young, um, all different races, uh, I, diversity. I want, I want everybody in the town to benefit. But when I sit on a meeting and I, and I never do, it feels very just one-sided in that the more you are educated on the way that things go, the more successful you're going to be in accomplishing your agenda. You know, John's busy, I'm busy, we're all busy. Um, you know, I spent, this took me 10 minutes to find the bylaws, and, and I sat, I've sat here listening to you um, mention something about an application that, in some cases, 30 pages long. Mm -hmm. The full application that I have is four pages long that I got from the... If you fill out all the documentation, yeah. get the community input, mm -hmm. get the letters of support, mm -hmm. and do all the things to the letter of that application, it can be as much as 30 pages. It can be, but the application that's reviewed by the we administrator is four pages. Page. Well, but the, the initial application reviewed by the administrator, which is the subject that well, we're discussing... No, it's a completed application. Okay. We, that, that person doesn't review an empty application. They will review a completed application, which is which four pages. Be. No, no. Then what's no. the application the that I? No, no. It's it's the full application. Yeah, if you were to fill out and four pages of questions. Okay. When the answers are provided, including, for example, a full detailed budget. Yep. A full application includes both the questions and the answers. Gotcha. So someone may include thirty pages. Well, they should if they're not thirty. We, I will show you 30-page applications, and sure. I'll show you 12-page. It, it can vary in terms of that. It's just that, the, you know, the narrative seems to fit what, you're wanna, so what you want to. So let me ask you a question. Sure. Do you have a pro potential project you'd like to bring before us in October? I, I am involved. Or your, your group? Yes. They're, what, they're, which group? Can Youth Lacrosse. Okay. And what's your project? Um, there is lighting over at Gunning that may come up for discussion. Yeah. Um, I will say, I don't know if this qualifies, my wife and child use a Porter John when we have beautiful brand new bathrooms over there. We can't use them because there's a plumbing problem. We call to get it fixed, can't get it fixed. We're spending money from the Canton Youth Lacrosse budget to have Porter Johns while all of our guests and women and children use those Porter Johns. Who owns that property? Um, the town of Canton. Okay. Through the recreation department, I, I did. Or, I did preface it with, "I don't know that it falls under." No, I'm, this. I'm okay with that. But, yes. but, but again, so you have a vested interest in pushing us in a direction that just pushes these grants out. No, this year. no, no. I have a vested interest in making sure that if people offer their their time, and you know, run for office and get voted in, that they are diligent, and and you seem to understand much of the the stuff that we're talking about. But when I bring up the bylaws, it's 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 not understood. I was wrong. I mean, sure. But so, I'm admitting to you yeah, that those bylaws are out of date and need to be reformed. Sure. Because we cannot function with that bylaw as you read this mm -hmm. 
with this committee as yeah. it's matured. So to answer your question, no, I, I have no agenda other than the fact to just to make sure everything's yeah. even, yeah. you know, that, so, that, that's all. Right, so we want your project, let me just finish, because I, I, I love this. I actually think that this is incredibly valuable. You have a project that is in that sweet spot that we could bring before this community, mm -hmm. all right? Sure. And it's gonna take time to build that project out. Absolutely. All right, and, yeah. to, and to bring it before us. And it's gonna take the permission of the town because you don't own the property, yep. uh, how much money you're gonna to raise to put in to match if you're gonna match or not match sure. or any of those things. And that's why this is so painful to do this. It's not that we wanna do this. Mm -hmm. In a perfect committee structure, we would just keep going the way we've been going. This pause is very painful. Yeah. It is, and so, I'm, you know, I'm really sorry if that's the way it goes, but is it responsible or irresponsible? And if your goal is to get that project in front of town meeting with our, not any project, sure. I mean, just hypothetically, yeah. and to get that in front of town meeting with the full support of this board and the finance committee and the board of selectmen and the recreation commission, that's going to take some time. And we're all vested in doing that. And, and I believe that. We've pushed millions through this, this project. Sure. And we'll continue to do that. Nothing's going away. In fact, full funding for that project might be easier next year than this year with only partial funding available. Mm -hmm. We've seen that with the field project, the bathroom project at the Kennedy schools, where mm -hmm. they, they, they had to come to us twice for additional monies and still haven't gotten off the ground. Bathroom projects are very complicated. We're dealing with it at Harvey Heritage right now. The complexities of the, of, of the, the plumbing and the depth sure. and the code and all these things. I'm, I'm in construction, so, uh, I, so I, understand I do understand the process of, yeah, is, I, I, I respect that and I totally agree. Especially when you're talking about prevailing wage, town stuff. Hitting, I, 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 I totally understand it. No, and, and, and again, my agenda is not to push any specific thing related to youth sports. It's just the community your, itself. Your, your point is you're you're pointing out some inconsistencies, rightfully so, relative to what you've read in our bylaws, mm -hmm. and asking real questions as a citizen mm -hmm. to other citizens. Sure. We are not elected. Mm -hmm. We're appointed. Yeah. And the truth of the matter is, they're really good questions. Yeah. And and I'm sorry if you felt like my tone was disrespectful. Honestly, no, not not you know. I, it's I, just, I, you know. I come off as arrogant, and I'm apologizing for that. I, I accept know this that is apology. a frailty yeah. of mine, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. So so I will try to step back. Yeah. I apologize. Thank you. Well, I, I appreciate I your time. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank um, you. So yes, thank you. We appreciate the comments overall, and please. I would just add one thing. Sure. As volunteers here, you know, we all try the best that we can. And, and I know that. And I have great respect for you folks. I and we, really do. We appreciate you know, yeah. all the input and yeah. pointing out potential flaws and stuff. You know, we will look into that, certainly. Thank you. Um, and uh, you know, when it, we just have to be flexible sometimes. Sure. We can't let perfect get in the way of good. That's why we're willing to. That's exactly what we're that's, talking about that, here. That's, we can't let perfect get in the way of that's good. Why, you said it. Nobody said it better than you right there. Yeah, but that's why we need to make sure that where we're willing to give a little bit of wiggle room, right, like on qualifications, you know, it's just a matter of, you know, our discretion, figuring out, okay, we can, we can cut some slack here on qualifications if it means that we can move forward next year following the CPA guidance, it's the legislation, mm -hmm. you know, that's where it really matters. Yeah. You know, our bylaws may say one thing that may... You know, the, the goal here of that bylaw, the issue that you pointed out, is about capturing, documenting. So whether it's the 
you know, administrator that does those duties, whether it's a secretary. The point is that it gets done, sure. right? Yeah. It's yep. not exactly who does it. And so I totally we, agree. again, trying to, you know, not necessarily, you know, by the, by the letter, we will follow, you know, the intent as best as we can, again, volunteers. <clears throat> um, and so I just want to add that is yeah. that, yes, please call us out on those things. Um, but we're trying our best to move forward. There was no ill intent to, you know, and I don't believe back in June to, to say, yes. oh, okay, let's withhold, let's not move forward. You know, we, from the beginning of the year, I would say, trying to argue, you know, to move forward with additional funding for this position, to elevate it. Um, you know, some of those arguments fell on deaf ears. Um, it was not for a lack of intent. I believe that. You know, we, we tried to push forward as, as best as we could. So we just have to make do with what, you know, with, sure. the, with the, you know, hand that we're dealt. And, and I do have great appreciation for, you know, all of you volunteers for servicing our community. So thank you very much. Thank you. We are going to get you on a board at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Mr. Uh, Keith Poole, Riverview Road. Uh, I'm very impressed with the passionate discussion here tonight and the respectful discussion. Um, one thing that really struck me is the intelligence of this board. You guys all are super intelligent, super passionate people. I know most of you, and I'm particularly impressed with your, with your uh, experience and passion. I know Ms. Lopez has a long distinguished career as an attorney at Hemanetics, um, and you mentioned you've done HR. I have the utmost uh, confidence in your ability with Ms. Middleton, also very professional, to advance a qualified candidate. Um, with that said, I also think that what the commissioner just said was we, we can't go for perfect. I say if we have money to spend, let's spend it, right? If there's a lot of great projects. We don't have to have everything done this year. We don't have to have everything perfect. But unless we move forward with the candidate that I believe you've said was qualified, I certainly trust you. You certainly have probably hired thousands of people would be my guess, or at least hundreds. At least 1,000. <laughs> 1,000. So I'm sure that... You know, you, you know what you're doing, and I've hired lots of people as well, and you have to trust the people that you hire. I say get the person in. These are the big brains right here anyway, right? I know Mr. Leonetti owns a number of businesses. Mr. Como, I know your your work stands for, speaks for itself. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, you should strive for the best that you can. It doesn't have to be perfect. Nobody's expecting you to be perfect. But I do think... Um, we owe it to ourselves to let's try some of these projects. We don't have to do them all. You 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 mentioned it's a daunting amount of work that needs to be done, right? Well, but I, I'd say are, dive in and let's see what a, we can get done. But there's a lot of projects that have not that we've funded that have not progressed, mm -hmm. and those have to be administered to sure. before we put more on top of that. That's what we're contemplating here. And and there's the other piece is we just went through. I don't know how many months it took to do the, the, the study work with the community to understand what they wanted to see funded. That still has not been digested mm -hmm. you know, and, and put in a, in a proper plan. I understand. So that we can judge those. Mm -hmm. I so understand. So would you want us just to take applications and just see how they fall? Or do you want yeah. an informed Yes, I, I would, in fact. I, I think pushing forward, I guess, is what I'm saying. I, I, I guess I, I don't want to see... Um, I've worked for the government as well before, and I know how bogged down you can get with process, and we've seen that here tonight. Even the discussions are getting very bogged down in process, which I don't think any of you really want to do, right? You, you all volunteered for, or you made yourselves available for this board because you're passionate about these community projects. So let's 
try to put the, the process aside as much as possible and focus on the projects because those are what you're yeah, really here same, for. Same question. Do you have a project? I don't have a project pending, yeah, okay. nor do I have any uh, that I intend. Yeah, are you affiliated in, in with a group of, that has a project or would I'm like not. to do a project? No, just I'm just a, in. a concerned right. uh, citizen like Mr. But Albert. But you do Mr. want us to bring projects I do. That, I think that, that match the community yes, um, correct. values. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And I, and I think that... Um, just pushing forward with as much as you can. Nobody thinks that you're gonna get everything done or expects that, right? Some things will obviously fail. Others will take longer than others. But I, I think pushing forward with as much as you can is probably well, they, the best they, way to that's proceed. That's the thing, they can't fail with public money. That, that We're not allowed to do that. We're not allowed to put projects forth that are gonna fail. That's the difference between what mm -hmm. happens in the private sector and what happens in, in, but, in our but sector. I'm, but I'm, my position isn't that, it's that you, you should push forward, you're not looking for 100% success on all the projects that they're all going to get pushed forward. But if but you respect move forward our as much opinions as you can. on the work we're doing, can you also respect our need to do it right? I can. I find success. A project that... Because I can think of a few that may not be defined as successful to some. Yeah, sure. On, on, on all rounds, yeah. No, I, I don't. that's not what I mean by success. I mean by making sure that prevailing wage that the property um, that's owned by the town, that's signed off by the town, that conservation and preservation restrictions are in place. Mm -hmm. We just sent out, or we're going to send out, a series of letters that have um, project requirements. Each project has different sets of project requirements as well. That's what I mean. You have to have those levels of success so that you're not vulnerable to a program that is wasting government money or public your money? It, our I money, guess it's perception. Money. What you perceive as wasting. No, I, I mean that's the, the the technical merits. Little red house. Yeah. Well, why that's you know. You, that as, you, know. You, you, I would love to show you through it. You should come. <laughs> I assume you've never been in. Uh, in I, I have not. So that so you you formed an opinion on something you haven't been to, and I I've I would photos, welcome you I've there. Seen the, the posts on Facebook I would welcome you there. So, I see the money that went out. I, I, I think the point is taken. Right, and, and I think yeah. it underscores the, you know, the, the need for this committee as we entertain at some point in the future new applications, you know, consider all the feedback that we've received from the community. You know, we have, again, the raw data. Uh, we simply haven't had you know, the bandwidth to go through and actually make sure that as we consider right. you know, what, what to prioritize, um, mm -hmm. you know, that it's something that benefits the most people and is consistent with Right. And so, now that you're getting that bandwidth that Miss um, Lopez yes. has identified a candidate, so, I say dive in. And I, I encourage you all to do that. And you have the community support. Yep. And we want to see you dive in. And um, I'd, I'd hate to see you miss opportunity as well, yeah. I guess, my we, point. We, we hear your point loud and clear. That's going to take time. It's going to take time. Very good. I have, I have all the confidence that you can get through the red tape and get stuff done. Please do. Thank you. Sean, I'd just like to, pardon me, Mr. Chair, I'd just like to make here. Um, while the data in the study is relevant to how projects are thought about, because it took input from a broad swath of the community, I have to be clear on this. The study was not a prerequisite to this committee doing its job. Otherwise, it wouldn't have been able to do its job for the last eight years. And I, and I believe you're right, but it introduces risk. Because if we rush forward, right, without considering that, you're going to upset a lot of people, 
who made their voices heard loud and clear through this opportunity you know, uh, to shape the community preservation plan. And it's my position, and I'm open to the idea that I might be wrong, as I need to be, that we will upset more people by not funding projects than we may by not incorporating the voices of all these folks in this fiscal year. It's not saying they won't be incorporated. This committee's been around for 10 years. So it will get better, just like businesses and people improve and evolve. But to stop the function of this committee to incorporate all this feedback and not put that, cap to use that as a reason not to put this capital forward, I find unacceptable. Because at no point in time in the two seasons that I was part of funding projects and evaluating projects, were I hearing, was I hearing things that I think everybody recognized, you're a skilled orator. If you wanted to take a position that we should try to work with candidate number two to get these funds into the community, I am certain that your arguments would be as articulate, if not more, than your positions against it. Now, that's my that, opinion. That's, that's a very, that's a very personal thing to say. I think uh, you've got a full committee here who will vote and decide. I don't have that power. Okay. It, I wish I did. I don't but have that power. Only because you did the most talking that I direct that towards uh, Well, you. again, I'm... And in addition, when I ask the question, where is the risk, I don't believe I got an answer. I think there's an onboarding plan that can be put in place Are you to mitigate develop that, John? any risk. Are you going to develop it? I will certainly take a lead in developing an onboarding plan if for the betterment of the community it means that we're moving forward with funding projects this year. Absolutely. Uh, Mr. Chairman, uh, yes. the hour is getting late. We've been here for a while, discussed a lot of things. Uh, do we have a meeting scheduled in, in September? Uh, we do not at the moment. Um, would take suggestions for September uh, meeting dates. Twelfth. Monday, September twelfth. It's arbitrary. I, I just knew it wasn't the week before. Monday, September 12th, for everybody, it seems like? Nobody's saying no? I might make a proposal, if I may, that assuming HR passes candidate number two, and assuming candidate number two is voted through by the select board on the 30th, this person will begin working immediately afterwards, right? We don't know. We don't know. Don't to the person. The job is offered. You didn't ask during the interview no, process, I just, she was I mean, candidate when was she's, immediately when she, available. When she she's as, as far as I know, she's available um, at any time. So I mean, thank you. So she'll, that the board will vote on the thirty. What day? On the thirtieth is the next Tuesday. Tuesday. Yes. Tuesday. Yeah. And so then the holiday is the fifth. My proposal is rather simple. This person, if they start working right after the thirtieth could have one, two, almost three weeks if we met on the 19th to be on the job. And then we could hear from this candidate based on any kind of onboarding plan that I am happy to lead up 
as to whether or not they feel comfortable at that point in time after roughly three weeks on the job or they feel overwhelmed. I think that's a fair proposal to take the input not from a resume, not from a fictional depiction of a person, but from an actual person who's actually on the job. And if this person comes in and gives us feedback that they're completely overwhelmed and don't think that they can take pre-apps or applications, then I will take that into consideration and likely revise my position on this. I think we owe it to the town to do that. And if we go out to the 19, gives this person a little bit more time on the job. Um, so 19th is what you're proposing, John? It is only because it's a week beyond the 12th to give this person some time to acclimate themselves. And I am more than happy to Mr. McCarthy's suggestion. McSweeney. McSweeney. My apologies. <laughs> no problem. To lead the efforts from the moment this person is onboarded until that meeting to usher through an onboarding plan that helps candidate number two feel comfortable. If we can't get to that level of comfort, then we can make a but motion and a vote to th deny the funds. This is the, the committee that will define all the things that need to be done in addition to, we don't have a full picture. I don't think it's a decision said, for a new, right. a new hire to make. Right. They, they cannot, if you were to onboard and say, your only job is to get these applications and, and get them before us in time for November. If that's your impetus for onboarding, that is a grave injustice to this program. If that's your only impetus, but if your impetus is pure and clean relative to the other issues that, that we triage, my, my previous position meetings, has been I, I pretty wanna, clear. Let Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just want to share that in years prior, the communication from this committee to the administrator through all of the sort of private and public boards and committees about the availability of CPA funds and the schedule begin in June. Continues throughout the summer so that by September, the administrator begins to field questions about the appropriateness of certain projects. And there's back and forth, back and forth, so that those are answered by the time the pre-app is due in October. And once the pre-apps are reviewed by this committee, then it's a really full court press by the project sponsor to get a very complete, fulsome, ideally sort of exhaustive answer to all of those four pages of questions by November. And indeed, the communication by um, the CPC, which is Capital Planning Committee, not to be confused with Community Preservation Committee, to the town boards um, about the availability potentially of CPA funds begins in September. So we've sort of missed those dates by waiting until September 19th. It's, I, 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 so I wish it were not so. It's, so, it's a challenge I'm yeah. willing to undertake to help facilitate the, the deployment of capital this year. It's a challenge. I'm not saying it isn't a challenge, but we've already agreed it's not an impossibility. I, I honestly don't support deploying capital this year. I, I don't. No, you made that clear. Well, it, it, Mar Marissa, no. but I'm Marissa, trying to find a plan. I just that my, way. my, my question was, you know, when you, when you're hi like when I'm hiring an employee, we have 30, 60, 90 day plans. There you go. Right. So her first 30 days, if we go with deploying capital, if we if we decide to go that route, she's not going to be handling that anyway. Those calls are not going to be fielded anyways. It's going to be 
this commission, this commission. We're the ones that are going to be sort of helping her understand what that process looks like. Again, that's like the first 30 days of training. Here we are in the, in the heat of, you know, I can only equate it to, I mean, the real estate market's bananas all the time. But, like, if I think of spring hiring somebody on in, like, December and January, I'm getting them ready to launch in February. Or I'm hiring them in March and they're going, you know, trial by fire, which is kind of what's happening with her. So if John is going to, you know, create a 30, 60, 90 day plan for her and we're going to assist her in training to onboard her, because if we if we don't do that this year, I just and, and I, I, you know, apologize if this is a naive question. What happens the following year? Is that are we going to have time? Is that I don't have time, but is there going to be processes in place to help? trainer like this is literally like she's going to get thrown in with our support mm -hmm. i understand what you're saying george i i understand completely but if we're going to go in in a way of like hey you're going to learn really quickly but you have the power of the committee behind you to help you through these this process next year should go even smoother so i think i, agree. I just i think that yes it's complex yes it's a lot of information and we've got some catch-up to do with last year's projects and letters going out and things like that. To me, it looks at all training and teachable moments for her. You know, she does have some transferable skills here that should help her. And if she's drowning, she's not going to be doing this by herself. So I'm looking at, I'm looking at the two of you, but I'm talking to all of you. So I just think it's, it's something worth discussing. And I, are we voting tonight on this or is this something that we're going to? I thought I'd make a motion if you don't mind. And you know, I'm reluctant to make motions because I think my opinion is pretty isolated over here. But I would make a motion that just like we had a selection committee, that we develop an onboarding committee that I'm happy to lead to develop the 30, 60, 90 day plan from the time that this candidate starts to the time that we need meet next so we can reevaluate at the next meeting how the onboarding is going. And everybody, and I will help coordinate the contributions of each member, we have a highly, highly, you talk about gold standard experienced and long-tenured committee here with all of the information that's needed. We have to put our faith, as Mr. Poole said, in this candidate. And I would propose that we just make an onboarding committee. I'm happy to volunteer my time to lead to help this candidate get onboarded properly. And if we get to the 19th and it doesn't seem like the onboarding is taking or for any reason, the process of getting pre-app seems to be insurmountable daunting. daunting then we make a decision at that time so i would like that motion if anybody would second it to be out there to make an onboarding committee i second it you're <laughs> 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 yeah, on the committee as well <laughs> you're in john how do you feel i'm sorry how do you feel uh give me a minute let me sure <laughs> Um, I, I think that we have to have an onboarding committee. I, um, I, I mean, so absolutely, I think it's a wonderful idea. Wonderful. I don't agree that having an onboarding committee and having onboarding um, will flow into the decision to um, accept um, pre-apps and applications as per the normal calendar, because I, I think we've regrettably lit, lit, missed the window I mean, no, nor, I don't know nor about should it. Nor should it be the priority. 
kind of deferring the decision. Um, you know, as, as unfortunate as it is, I do think we need to, you know, come to a decision you know, tonight um, so as to, you know, not continue having this drawn out meeting after meeting. Um, so I'm hearing uh, two potential motions. One, I certainly agree with the uh, creation of a onboarding committee, um, you know, to really ramp uh, up this new, uh, you know, individual and it should that that onboarding process should also I might add include um, and prioritize getting up to speed on the status of current projects where funding stands because that is paramount to really understanding where the committee you know sits in terms of project status um, what needs to be closed out because um, same you know same spirit we can't just let projects just continuously you know be opened if they're indeed completed. Um, and among those priorities, yep. crafting the community preservation plan that we are by law required Correct. to have every year, and we are already six to eight yep. months late on that. Yep. So Absolutely. to that end then, prior to sort of putting that to a vote, can we then have a follow-up meeting? I and mean, we've done this before, but I think it's important to do it again to triage that onboarding process so that we rank the importance and, and direction that we're headed to relative to the work for next year's yes. process yes. for the grant. So that's what I would like to that's tackle in the Just to be clear, because you opened up discussion on that. What you're saying is it's more important that we decide tonight to not deploy funds in the next calendar year than prolonging it until the 19th because it's more discussion? No, groups no. need to get ready. We, they, they, yeah, we, we have discussed this plenty. If you're but now we have a candidate who's been subject to a few approvals, hired to do the job that needs to be done for this committee to function. Mm -hmm. It's but my that position. Job. Excuse me. It's my position that an onboarding committee could assist this person to do the job, so we don't have to vote tonight not to deploy funds into the next calendar. Yeah. The, 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 the two are not you know, connected to each other. What you're saying is a person that's hired to do a job won't be able to do the job in a suitable time period. You've defined the job so narrowly. I didn't define anything. That's the next meeting will be to define the onboarding process. That is a full functional process relative to the needs at hand. The letters that need to go out, yep. tracking the projects, finding out what money is coming back, closing out projects, and making recommendations to us relative to the I would like to hear a motion you know, to create that onboarding committee. I'm making, well, the motion's been made. I'm under the condition that we were not voting to shut off funding, that we were going to give this candidate an opportunity to absorb the position with extra time that's available. No, the, 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 your motion was to create an onboarding committee. We should form an onboarding committee. And then this group should. No, no, my motion was to commit an create an onboarding committee so that by the 19th we could evaluate this person's ability to deploy funds into the next calendar year. I don't think that should be the priority. So let's put that to a vote. I don't agree with that motion, but I do agree with the motion of an onboarding committee. Yeah. So if that's your motion, you're not amending your motion? If this committee is going to vote to not deploy funds into the next calendar year, I would prefer 
and we have a whole year to onboard this person. I would prefer not to lead an onboarding committee. I was asked by Mr. McSweeney, Don McCarthy, if I would lead the effort to get this person up to speed in time to have this committee function, to which I said yes. If we're going to simply throw in the but towel... But you, you put the caveat of September 19th on it. That's the problem. Why is that a problem? Will you support what the committee's vote is, not just your vote? <laughs> so, first of all, what you're doing is you're saying the committee's going to vote tonight to not deploy funds into the next fiscal year. To I not think open that's a grand round. I think that's, that's a correct. massive disservice. In which case, I don't need to lead an expedited onboarding, which I'm willing to do, because this person has a year or more. But that's not true. Well, until there's we... still tremendous amounts of work to be okay. done. So the situation is very different. I think we can agree on that. If that's your conclusion, that we're not going to deploy funds and we're going to vote on that. So you're not, willing to, you're not willing to support a onboarding uh, unless it goes your way? No. When, when the, the, please don't put words in my John? mouth Tell because me, you that, said, I don't want to support this. That is disrespectful. You said... Uh, what I said was... I chair, was asked, what I heard I was, was, please. I will put forward a motion only if the onboarding is around the stricture that September 19th is when we decide on this. That if we don't vote that way, you're not willing to do this. George, I would really appreciate it if you didn't put words in my mouth. You said Mr. It. McSweeney asked if I was willing to undertake the challenge of getting this person onboarded in time to perform functions consistent with deploying capital into this year, and I said yes. No, he didn't. He did. He did not say well, deploying capital. It's all recorded, this year. so and he's taking the notes, so Mr. I'm sure Chair, I'll have it accurate. When, when was Kristen? When this is no, not a public. This is not. This not public discussion. That's not germane. To it, it's, it's fine. Sorry. It, I did not. That's what I responded to. That's what started the conversation on onboarding. I, that's what I'm willing to do for the town to help deploy funds into this year. If it's a foregone conclusion based on this conversation that you're going to make a motion and this committee is going to vote tonight not to deploy those funds, then that is not a need. That is not a pressing need, a time-sensitive need that requires the marshalling of additional resources on a 30-day plan. It absolutely is. Well, I disagree. All right. Onboarding okay. is critical, critically important, and I think it's reasonable and it makes sense uh, you know, to ensure this committee dedicates the time and resources to onboarding this, you know, this individual. I, 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 it's as simple as that. The the matter of onboarding for the purposes of potentially deploying a grant round, you know, that that's irrelevant. How is that irrelevant? Because that should not be the priority. The priority for this individual is to get up to speed, to determine, get up to speed. determine the status of the current projects. Right. Write the community preservation plan. And it's if you rush into it, if we rush into, you know, new applications we're setting us ourselves up for failure as simple as that I, so i think i think again I, I it's just, a it's um, a disservice to continue dragging this discussion meeting after meeting um we should come to a decision yeah uh, I, and, I, and you know with that said i would um entertain a motion to pause excuse me john yes we already have a motion on the floor okay okay we have a motion on the floor for, by john for an onboarding and a review that? in september for him, yeah. chair the onboarding and a review in September. That's okay. the motion. Chair the onboarding review in September for the purposes of new grant. Right. Okay. 
So that motion, that motion is on the table. That motion has been made. And is it's been seconded. No, I haven't oh. seconded that motion oh. as um, okay. as review in September. Uh, I'm sorry, we said, I didn't hear you. So. I did not second the motion okay. as characterized. I said I would support any uh, an onboarding process, but I would not second the motion as as made. If that's your motion, I, I'd support there, the motion if you'll amend it. Are there alternative motions without the uh, the caveat? The caveat. There's, There's clearly no second. You can move on. I think. Okay, so you well, rescind. You rescind your motion. There's no second. It's there. There's no second. Okay. Yeah. Well, so under discussion, then, will you support an onboarding process? Will you still bring your talents to an onboarding? Of course, I will. I serve on this committee and have for the in my third year. I'm not. Would you be willing to responsibility? I just admit severe disagreement. I'd appreciate it. The chair just. Moved on. Well, no, again, I would I can't have led, a motion. If would you leave? I, I want to be clear to the community that I believe I sit in a chair to serve. That I will lead an effort to try to deploy capital this year, which uh, which is a part of the onboarding process. I'm not going to take time that would be needed on a 30-day plan to make that happen. If that plan could be extended over a longer period of time, I will participate. I will help as I have done for the last two years. But I do not equate, and I think it's ridiculous to sit here and say that an onboarding committee that's making an attempt to deploy capital into the next fiscal year is the same as a regular onboarding committee. I think it's insulting to everybody's intelligence to say that. I will participate as a committee member. I do not want to lead an effort. My effort was towards getting us to the next meeting to give this a chance. It clearly is not an acceptable position, so we'll move on. So we do not have a motion we on do not have non boarding no. committees. Are there any other motions to be made? Well, I request the chairman to appoint an onboarding committee, which is the chairman's purview, okay. and fill that onboarding committee with the requisite members relative to the various strengths that are needed to bring this person up to speed. Um, I think, unfortunately, Stacy's not here, but I think she certainly would be a Finance. Yeah, key key person on the onboarding committee. Maybe that motion should be held to the next meeting, so more no, people can have an should, opportunity. He, I'm not making a motion. I'm asking him to make an appointment. Yeah, it's yeah. not a motion. No, just I, I'm I asking him to appoint the committee. I, I, I and I would appoint um, you, George, Lisa, and Stacy as the onboarding committee. Unless there's anyone else who would like to volunteer on that. I will participate as a okay. fourth committee member. John, thank you. Yep, that's it. Okay. Um, I would like to wrap up on and come to a decision on pausing because I think you know this is something that we have dragged our feet on for a long time. Um, so I would like to ask for a motion to pause um, as. Difficult as, as it is to pause our grant funding round for this upcoming fiscal year. So moved. Seconded? I'll second. I, it Move pains me <laughs> to do this. pains me greatly, but I will second that motion. Motion made. Abstain. Motion made and seconded. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Abstain. Aye. No. Can I not abstain? No, you're abstaining. You can I wasn't addressing you. Oh, My vote yeah. is a no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're abstaining. I'm abstaining. Four, one, one. Okay. Four, one, one.
relative to the amount of files that I was going to have to handle. It turns out the letter is only two Just pages. Just want a matter of fact page oh, no, 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 that thank I you. No, offered I, to yeah, help. Yeah, you I did. never heard no, you did. that to help. You did. So. No, you did. You, that was wonderful. It, it turns out it's just a two-page letter. And I, in my mind, I, I wasn't trying to be wonderful. I was trying to... No, you were. You were. George, I'll, I'll take a look for that. If you just review those yeah, and I'll get back to you. Thank you. And I'll finish the contract pieces. Um, as far as our next meeting, there was some uncertainty, 12th or the 19th. It does sound like the 12th is more favorable for folks, so I would like to keep that date if possible. September 12th. September 12th, yep. At 7. At 7. Okay. There's nothing further. Uh, I would entertain a motion to adjourn. So moved. Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Okay. Thank you, everyone. Come visit the tilt.